This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshat Tazvim Torah, Tavshin Ein Ches. Parshat Tazvim Torah mainly speak about the Avera of Lashonara. Actually, the Gemara in Erechin tells us what Taras comes from. It's not only from Lashonara. It comes from other things as well. In fact, Rashi, right in the beginning of Parshat Torah, tells us in Perikin Dalit, and tells us if someone gets Taras, what he has to do to be purified. He has to bring two types of birds. He has to bring Erez, cedar wood, and other things of Azov, other things as well. And Rashi starts to explain why does he bring these things. He says, because these are lowly things. What could he do to get healed from the Taras? Yashpil Atzmo. He should lower himself from his arrogance. Kitolas, like a worm, like Ezo. And the reason for that is because where does it come from to speak Lashnara? Where does it come from to speak bad about somebody? It comes from arrogance. It comes from thinking that I'm better. I'm better than you. And therefore someone who speaks Lashnara, someone who speaks negatively about somebody, or about a group of people, even worse, that person has to go be by himself. He has to stay by himself, and he'll realize what he did wrong. Interesting in Shmon We start off Shmon by saying, Hashem, Hashem, open up my mouth and let me say your praise. How do we end Shmon We say, Elokai, Nitzor L'Shonim Hashem, Stop my mouth from speaking evil. Usfasai, and my lips, medaber mirma, from speaking deceitfully. What's the connection between the two? What does deceitfully mean? And often the answer is that a person speaks lashnar about somebody else because he wants to raise himself up. Unfortunately, at times people raise themselves up, not by becoming better, but to raise themselves up by pushing another person down. And sometimes even they speak Lashnahara and no one thinks they're bad. They think they're speaking Lashnahara and they're doing the right thing. There was one time the Rosh Hashiva in Eretz of Chabin. Of Chabin, his name was Ravram Genachovsky. And he had a minute that he did. He had a Chavrusa. And they would learn every Shabbos two hours before davening. But they davened they daven very early. And in the summertime, when davening was very, very early, they davened two hours before Vasikim, which could have been 5.45 in the morning. So they were up two hours before that, and they would learn together. In the winter, when Vasikim was, let's say, 7.15 or so, they would learn together three hours before davening Shabbos morning. Shabbos morning, people like to get up late, they got up very early. One time, it was winter time, they finished learning for three hours together early Shabbos morning. They davened, long davening, Shabbos davening, they started to walk home together. They're walking home together, and a person was walking towards them. He sees it's Shabina Rosh Hashiva, the big Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Avram Ganachovsky. He says, oh, it's Shabbos, Rabbi. He says, it's Shabbos. He says, is it okay? Are you in a rush? I have a question to ask you in learning. 
I was learning Chumash last night. I have a question on a Rashi. Sure, of course. He tells him over this question. He had a Rashi. Gerachowski liked the question. He starts to speak to him. He gives him an answer. The whole thing took five minutes. The guy says, thank you, good Shabbos. He continues. He says, oh, I have to run. I have to catch, I have to go to Shul, to Davin. And he leaves. Gerachowski's Chavrusa was staying there. And the guy walks away. And he starts to continue to walk home with the Rosh Hashiva. And his Chavrusa turns to Rav Gerachowski and he says, ah, look at that. We've already been learning for three hours. We already davened. And that guy, he's speaking to you and learning. He didn't even daven yet. Look what we did. We davened. We, we learned for three hours already. We davened already. And that person didn't even daven yet. Vganachovsky turns to him. You know what he said? He says, it's true. You already learned for three hours before davening. And you already davened. But you spoke Lashon Hara. And he didn't. How do you know that? That's what he told the person. You spoke Lashnar about him and he didn't. What do you think the value is of your three hours of learning? The Chavetz Chaim says that a person can go learn and learn and learn thousands and thousands of Blad Gemara. But if he speaks Lashnar, when he gets up to Shemayim, none of his Blad Gemara are going to come to help him. Because it's going to be disgusting. This Gemara was learned with a mouth that speaks Lashnar. So how does someone make sure he doesn't speak Lashnara? So I've told you many times about the great Rosh Hashiva, Rav Nassim Tzvi Finkel, Rosh Hashiva Damir. And you know that towards the end of his life, the last 20 years, he had a disease, he had Parkinson's, which was getting worse and worse and worse. At one time he was invited to speak to thousands of ladies and girls in Yerushalayim, in a convention center called Binyanei Hauma. Massive convention center. And they asked to come and speak and really, he couldn't. He had no strength. He can barely talk. But he realized the importance of this. So he said, he'll come. He'll try. Sure enough, the day of the convention, he said, he'll come to try to speak. They wheeled him in in a wheelchair. And of course, everyone quickly stood up as they were wheeling him in. And you can hear a pin drop. It was bone quiet. As Derek Hertz for the Rosh Hashiva. He's on stage. They bring him. He couldn't he barely move. He's moving around. He couldn't sit still because of his Parkinson's. They put a microphone right in front of his mouth, and everyone sat down, and they saw how difficult it was for him to talk. And finally, he manages the strength to speak, and he gave a three-word speech. The whole thing was about not to speak Lashnara, how not to speak Lashnara, what's so bad about speaking Lashnara, and he gave a three-word speech. What could he say in three words? Do not. If you love someone else the way you love yourself, you would never speak Lashnara. Just like you would never speak Lashnara by yourself to somebody, or your best friend, you would never say something bad about them. How could you speak about somebody else? And with that, they pushed him, they rolled him off stage, and he left. But everyone there understood the message. If you want to avoid speaking Lashnara, always remember those words. Have a wonderful Shabbat. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.